My name is Caitlin Malinowski, and I'm your host of the IAUG Insider Podcast, the home of exclusive interviews with Avaya and IAUG industry leaders on the latest telecommunications news, trends, and best practices. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the IAUG Insider Podcast. Today, we are welcoming Paul Ralph from Avaya. We are going to be going through some of the new tools and features that are launching for Avaya Spaces. Paul, thank you so much for joining us today. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your position? Sure thing, Caitlin. Uh, so I'm the Senior Director of Product Management at Avaya for our Unified Communications and Collaboration portfolio, including the Spaces uh, product. Awesome. So I know over the past year or so, there's been a pretty heavy focus on virtual collaborations and tools, of course. And because of that, I'm sure that there has been some discoveries for some much needed updates to the tools that we all have been using. So what are some of the changes that Avaya intends to be implementing to Avaya Spaces? Yeah, that's a, that's a great, uh, great question, actually. And of course, you know, just given the events that occurred on a global basis, uh, we've seen the way people work completely transform across the globe uh, in all aspects, uh, especially, you know, working from home. And and so the it, it's interesting because um, it's not just how you the tools that you use, but actually how you work and being, um, you know, physically uh, disconnected essentially from your colleagues. And so one of the things that we've noticed very much is that um, uh, people, once they get into their groove, they can be much more uh, effective as a distributed workforce. So, they t- so work tends to be more inorganic and, and it flows uh, much easier. And that's really a focus for us uh, with Avaya Spaces as well is, is enabling uh, work stream collaboration. So by that, it's really about connecting the right people uh, with the right ideas and the right information um, so that they can drive a particular uh, business problem uh, to closure. Um, so less about, uh, you know, traditional departments and silos and uh, org structures and processes and more urgency around uh, and being able to act with urgency around, um, you know, how your business is impacted and, and pulling the right people in regardless of, of where they sit in the organization to empower them to make decisions as teams. So that was really cool. Another aspect, too, that, we're, that we see as a part of that is... Um, and it's a little bit of a detriment, but there's no off. It's 24-7. So our work stream uh, collaboration occurs 24-7 as we pull in different resources around the world. Um, and as a result, that's also creating the need to for people to um, really establish a discipline in their uh, personal work-life balance. And it's uh, it can be, you know... Uh, it's it, obviously it's healthy uh, to get away from the desk. So an interesting uh, point on that that kind of relates to the evolution is is our recently introduced uh, noise removal. And uh, so what this does, it's a, it's a cloud AI. It's a deep neural network that's designed to uh, detect speech. And uh, so who's talking in spaces? And it doesn't matter what you, how you're connected. You could be on a browser or desktop app, mobile phone dialed in or regular phone number or video endpoint 
and will remove the background noise. So that makes it much makes people much more comfortable for those awkward moments when, say, the FedEx uh, delivers uh, a package and there's noise in the background, or you have a noisy dog. A variety of you know construction noises. The environment that you're in is your you know you can't pick up and move. <laughs> so if you have construction occurring around you, uh, we can remove that noise. So therefore, you know. Um, making that experience, uh, you know, better for everybody. So just finding ways to make people feel, uh, you know, more comfortable uh, while at home and balancing that, that you know, work-life uh, dynamic and in and, and terms of how they work. Awesome. And that's already released, right? Or is it coming out soon? Yes, that one's that one's already available. Yeah. yeah, I think I noticed that recently. I have a coworker with a dog who will just randomly bark and she was talking about she was apologizing that her dog was barking in the background. I was like, I don't hear anything. I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. So it works. I promised people. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Actually, it's interesting because there's some small dogs still that that uh, it doesn't detect. So that highlights the um, the benefit of an AI approach. If you if you look at the 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 intellectual property and investment to remove, say, uh, clicking keyboard noise, um, it was pretty substantial. And all it would do is remove clicking keyboard noise. And now what we're able to do is train the model, train the neural network to understand tiny dogs, too. <laughs> and, uh, and then, of course, the model itself can then start to pull those noises out as well. So that's the cool part of it is is just the ability to um, you're not you're not you know limited to try to manipulate very specific uh, um, sounds and frequencies using traditional approach. It's an AI uh, neural network model approach. Yeah, that's awesome. So outside of that, are there anything or is there anything you're expecting to release in terms of new tools or integrations in the coming months as related to spaces or virtual team collaboration? Yeah, so we, we um, just maybe just building on the AI theme. And because uh, uh, recently we were we, we partner up with a, a little company called NVIDIA and and pretty much all AI runs on their GPU, the graphics process unit. It's basically the the compute infrastructure for AI today. And uh, so we're doing a lot of very interesting work with them on AI. This is they we we worked with to, to do the noise removal with NVIDIA. And so we're doing other things as well. And the what well, our our intention is that we're not just going to make this technology available in our spaces product. It's available uh, in our overall platform. Um, so our, our vision, basically, our direction is we have the com this com common composable, uh, we have this composable enterprise strategy where you can plug technologies to support different workflows, not only for UC, but also for CC. So you can, you can imagine then, for example, removing the, the barking dog might be useful in a contact center use case as well. Maybe it's the caller in a noisy um, restaurant and, and the work from home agent has the dog, as an example. Um, so we're doing other work, other very interesting work with uh, NVIDIA around uh, video processing and, and pulling people out of their screens and place them in these uh, virtual realities. So it's kind of our step, uh, our first step towards these uh, virtual reality, virtual world type direction as this evolves. And because we're also doing this again, we're doing this on the cloud. It's not on your endpoint. So you don't have to have a, uh, you know, a GPU installed on your desktop. It works on mobile. Your fan doesn't spin. It doesn't destroy all your memory. So a lot of solutions today have to run on your uh, local PC um, through installed software. Ours all runs in the cloud. So again, it's going to be much more extensible. 
so going forward, we see uh, a lot of you know opportunities relative to um, creating these virtual video experiences. And uh, we're also uh, experimenting with combining speech recognition with virtual uh, employees, actually. Uh, so how? So let's like today. You kind of it's 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 you know you understand that you're you're chatting either texting with a chat bot or maybe speaking with a, a voice bot, and so similar to Siri as an example. But why not visualize Siri so that you can actually see a graphic? So this is kind of where we're going, where you'll be able to you know rent an employee essentially and have a conversation with them, and so that's kind of the future that we're painting together. Um, in, in, in terms of a direction. Along the way, we'll be doing things like um, leveraging AI to upscale video from 360 to 1080p. So the AI would essentially fill in uh, your, you know, your facial features, as an example, so that that information that gets lost in a traditional video stream, we're able to you know, project what it, what it should look like using AI. So those are the kinds of cool things that we're doing uh, from, from an AI point of view. Yeah, that all sounds super exciting. Um, mm -hmm. Super cool. So I know you kind of touched on this a little bit, but in general, you know, as a as an, a whole, where do you see the future of teleconferencing tools going towards and shifting to? Yeah. So uh, this is a, another another one too. Is uh, where our focus is. Is we we do believe that it, these experiences will be highly contextual, and so for example, today people will kind of you know jump into a video conference to have their meeting. Um, but one, one of the things that we've also seen uh, with, during the pandemic is is the need to uh, bring people into that video experience by giving them, say, a workflow that's consistent with their physical world. So we have so so creating these experiences on top of our API. So a good example of that is uh, uh, virtual patient patient visitation. So we have customers that have created a front door essentially into a um, patient visiting experience. So it's kind of a custom UI, if you will, but it's using Spaces video in the back end. And then the doctor, of course, they're mimicking their current workflow. So what does that mean? There's a patient sitting in every room because billable hours are important, right? <laughs> so you have the patients that are waiting in the room and then the doctor's going from room to room. And so that's an example of putting video in the context of the workflow. So this is really where we see the future is that the you know video and 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 this type of collaboration is not a place that you go to it's just a part of your world it's it's Im embedded in inside of the workflow it's embedded inside of the devices that you interact with uh, be it like you know uh you know depends on how futuristic you want to go i know i'm kind of talking you know very much directionally here um, but things like augmented reality um, are going to be a part of our, our daily lives in terms of how we interact how we shop how we buy how we purchase how we support, uh, how we play. Uh, and, and so we have basically a scalable elastic cloud platform uh, that, you know, manages, that, that kind of manages video very, very well. And uh, it's also pluggable in terms of the applications that we can connect into, as well as the types of, um, you know, services that you can build on top of it uh, from an, you know, from an AI point of view. So a couple examples of that. You know, we could have, for example, drones that are flying around checking pipelines and they're sending video streams back to the Spaces platform. And the AI is looking, you know, for identifying parts or identifying problems. Uh, we have a, re a remote patient monitoring solution today. And we're looking at how do we detect the body position 
so that if a patient has fall risk and they're out of bed, we can provide you know, an, an alarm or a visual notification on the screen to indicate that a fall risk patient is standing in the room. Um, so these are the kinds of things that uh, we're able to do. Uh, and this is kind of where we see things going is, is um, it's really about the workflow and the use case that you're trying to empower. And then, and then you just put these services inside of it. So it's not so much a place that you go to, it's, it's more the world and how you interact in it. Absolutely. What a, what a crazy future to imagine. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be fun building it. For sure. For sure. Well, um, that kind of wraps it up for me. Are there any other exciting changes or releases we can expect to see coming from Avaya in the, the near-ish future? Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and of course, one thing about spaces is that we do, um, we're pushing content every, you know, two weeks or so. Actually, we do more than that. Um, but, you know, there's usually a new feature every couple weeks or so. So if you're not on it, um, you know, start using spaces and follow us along uh, with the journey. Um, and, you know, give us the feedback. We'll continue to evolve. Um, so we do have, you know, some popular requests that we're working on. So um, integrating integrating the Outlook calendar inside of the dashboard. Um, we're, uh, we've just reduced or introduced calling services. Now you can make calls on your Aura platform right from Spaces. And we're adding the same thing uh, to IP Office. So if you're an IP Office uh, business partner, as an example, then uh, you'll be able to embed calling services for your IP Office platform right inside of Spaces. That's another popular uh, uh, feature request for us. Plus, we have other things that we're working on. At Mentions is a common uh, requirement, uh, as well as we're working on additional um, more back-end type work to support uh, government engagements that have um, specific data residency. So we have a full range of, of activities uh, that are happening. We're going to build a brand new developer interface. That's going to be really exciting for us. And so we do have one today, but it, the, the one that we're working on is going to be like game changing uh, best in class. So we're really investing in, in the developer experience so that you can, you know, you can leverage your platform. You can build your own applications or other developers can build applications and run them on top of your platform, your Avaya platform. And so really making it easy to uh, connect and extend. Um, so those are the kinds of things that we're working on uh, right now. Um, in parallel to the AI work that I mentioned. Awesome. Those all sound like a lot of really great features that your your team is working on. And just as a quick little IAUG member plug here, um, the IAUG team does actually have a feature request tracker. So we encourage anyone who's listening to become a member and add to that tracker so that you can continue to see some of the, the awesome changes implemented that may be beneficial to your workflow. Absolutely. Yeah, yep. so that that's a very cool tool that we've been we've been working on improving, and I think um, we'll just continue to feed into some of the changes that we see with you guys at Avaya. So I'm excited to continue to see that working. Yeah, no, that that's fantastic, and like I say, like this is this to me is the exciting part is that we get to build this world together. So keep those keep those features coming, and uh, and we'll keep delivering on them, and then uh, we'll we'll create something really special. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today, Paul. It was a really great conversation. I'm excited to continue to see where the world goes and in the life of Avaya. <laughs> thank you.
Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the IAUG Insider Podcast. To learn more about our podcast program and listen to our previous episodes, be sure to visit our website and locate podcasts under the Events and Education tab. Keep a lookout for upcoming events and webcasts on our IAUG website. Become a member of IAUG at iaug.org slash membership today.